Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right, we're back. We're finally back. It's been a been a hot minute. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Have you, uh, um, you enjoyed the break? Uh, uh I don't know. I, I I were enjoying the World Cup at the start, but I'm almost kind of like glad. Gone two uh, days without the yeah, World yeah, Cup. I, that's I, it. I'm glad. I'm glad for these um for these two days. To be honest, I think like like 57 games in 19 days. I was like fatigued. Bit saturated from, at the start, yeah. weren't it? That was a big problem. Yeah, um, from watching them, um, and like having seen quite a few people, like a few games that you go out your way for, like Brazil, yeah. um, you know, countries like that. But you know, a lot of it's like I'm not going to lie, I watched quite a lot. Ten AM yeah. kickoffs, I love that. Yeah, love that. Um, Three o'clock kickoffs, not so much during the day. I think that's a good weekend kickoff time, obviously. Yeah, yeah. but not. During the day, like yeah. after lunch, we'll have a nap, especially like working from home. Like, it's been, that's been nap time. Like. Yeah, there was um, there was one week. Well, I think it was the first week actually. Um, I was editing a TV assignment at uni, and oh, that's just gone. Oh, they'll be on time, won't they? <laughs> so we did have a little festive decorations for the podcast, but time has gone off too late. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I was set up for ten to ten. Cowboy time. Um, yeah, yeah. The first week, um, I was editing uh, like a TV assignment in uni, and like in the editing suite, we just like big projector, like <laughs> every game back to back to back, <laughs> sound in the background. Um, like people just like coming in, like and just you know coming in and out and watching the games. Um, yeah. What, well, have you, what have you thought of this World Cup so far? I think the group stages, um, uh, the, like the president's just kind of like saying whatever else is saying. I, I think he's a big man. Um, um, the, the FIFA president. Yeah, um, that, that, his opening speech. Right? Today, I feel Qatari. No, you don't. But yeah, it's been good so far. Like, yeah. I, I, I think 
while we've just been criticising about like, how saturated it's been with so many games, I think like, the, the last round of, of group games yeah. with, with how much drama that I mean there was, uh, I think everyone like keeps talk, talking about that moment for, for like, however like, I think it was, like a minute or ninety seconds where both Spain and Germany were, out. were going out, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think um, a lot of the match day ones were quite poor. So we had uh, Wales USA in match day one, yeah, the England group weren't great. Were um, but it was, I think, in a lot of groups, it was all the teams that you expect to finish. The, the, all the teams you expect to compete for second place. So it weren't like the group favourites. It yeah. were the two teams that potentially could qualify with them. Then I think if you lose that game. You're out then. Like you, yeah. You're chasing the other team. You're expecting or you them to slip points up. in the case of Wales. Yeah, but if USA to beat them, you're then relying on Qatar, uh, not Qatar, Iran, Iran to beat USA because you know that both of you are going to get beat by England. So yeah. I think a lot of the group match day ones in most groups were like nil nils, one ones because everyone was just terrified to lose that first game. But then that made up for it in match day three because everyone else was so close and yeah. they knew that beat them on goal difference or. He was scoring more than you were going through, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a good World Cup so far. I've enjoyed it. Some of the coverage on UK telly is absolutely rubbish at producing yeah. and covering sport. Yeah. We have got the technology nowadays to analyse football in seconds and come up with good discussion. And we've still got Lee Dixon and John Artson saying, yeah, he's headed it and the keepers saved it. Yeah, I can see that. I've just watched. I'm watching the same game as you, John. But I want you to. I want you to tell me why he's headed it straight at the keeper. Yeah. I want you to analyse what what he's done. Why is why is he not sharp enough? What's he not done in the game so far to be ready for that chance when it hits his head? I think I remember watching the the first game, Qatar Ecuador, and it was Dion Dublin on core country. And I, I was like, if it's a sign of things to come, <laughs> we're in trouble here. Like, There's a stairs there leading up yeah, to the bedroom. Holmes um, <laughs> <laughs> not have a legend in here. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, some of it's not been great at all. I, yeah. I, I saw yesterday, um, I think it was Clive Tilsley put on Twitter that like it's the first World Cup he's been to in eight World Cups that he's going on before England, and yet on Saturday night, Lee Dixon and Sam Matterface yeah. will be commentating. Like, Clive and Alan McCoy are a good team. I, I love yeah. Alan McCoy, you could listen to him yeah. all day. Um, I, I think Scott. Yeah, but he knows his stuff, and he's, he's like he's actually passionate about it. Like you listen to John Artson, even John Artson during the Wales games. But during the Wales games, oh my god, you're like going to go out pitch with his top off and celebrate. <laughs> you're supposed to be like neutral, yeah. balanced commentator. Like, the Welsh dragon has a walk. <laughs> he writes his own scripts. <laughs> the penalty, the penalty, John, calm down. Um, I thought some like the BBC stuff about Wales was <laughs> really cringy. Like, I, I remember like, some of that, the like, the VTs they made before the England game. Yeah, no, but it's it like, was like the, 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 the red wall, the bucket hats. And, yeah, uh, I can't think who he is. The actor, the, the actor that does the speech, that um, I think he did it live on Graham Norton and they made him record it again for Wales. But it's a big story, Wales being the big cover. It's like 56 years. Yeah. Um, it's not the goal. Well, it probably is the golden generation because the other generations have been crap. But like to qualify was a big deal. They probably let themselves down in the end. But that like, I think the build up to it, it was more exciting than like, for England. Than this is just any other World Cup, really, isn't it? I don't think so. But um, there's been some games. So I watched 
I think it was Poland versus someone, or it might have been Serbia, and for half an hour, they've played the Michael Owen goal in France 98 about five times, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, England not even in this group, they're not even yeah. going to play these in the, in the round of 16 through to the final, they're on a different bracket, why am I watching Michael Owen score goals? And then, for five minutes, they talked about one of the team, it, it had Poland or Serbia, they're running 82, but they got to the semi-final, and I was like, oh, you could have just spent the last half an hour talking about that and yeah, how good I, that I, was. I think on a day when England aren't playing, you probably want one piece of England build-up as part of someone's coverage in that day. And well, that, that, you could that, just have a reporter come on and say, yeah, I've been at training camp today, everyone looks fit, everyone's happy, everyone's... But like, yeah, maybe, if you do maybe the same like, thing again, you, you do the same thing over and over it gets kind of... The same, I mean, how many times did Michael Owen's goal against Argentina? Get the Michael Owen team. Oh no, when we played Scotland in the Euros, I was like, go and get the Gaza goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that's just, so the, the Michael Owen goal, other World Cups to be sure. La- oh my God, if I see that Lampard goal line technology ever again, I'm going to cry my eyes out. Yeah. Um, yeah it was quite a funny one after the, the whole controversy. <laughs> Uh, of the ball being out. I mean, yeah, it's not the same, is it? Yeah. I mean, Japan have got to score a winning goal like that. England would have got beat four two otherwise. People say that. It would have changed. It would have changed the game. It, 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 it had David James and Peter Crouch up front. It wouldn't have changed the game. <laughs> Germany had a world class team at that but point. But they got the. You say this is like any, any, you know, other World Cup for England. But you compare the squad we've got now to the squad then. I don't think the squad now is that good. I think they're very. I think. I mean, the, the, it's good. Come on. But I think. I think Saturday will tell you a lot more about England Absolutely, than what the last yeah. six, eight years have done. Massively, this is the first game I think that England have played where they're not expected to win, in probably the last eight years. Um, Germany in the Euros. I I was. Look at Germany's performance since. R- fair point, but. I was I was pretty nervous going to that game because of like yeah the history I think it's the history of like but if you look at Germany's squad you're probably picking three players to go in the England squad from that squad aren't yeah you? but you're probably taking Musilaya yeah. maybe Neuer and I just felt at the time that was a really high pressure game and and South you know, they're at Wembley they're at home yeah it, it was at Wembley it was at Wembley but and also you've got to think about how. I remember that being in the pub before the game and the uh, team news came out and Southgate um, played a five at the back and two holding midfielders and everyone was slagging him off. Like, oh, we're going to get knocked out. And then we you know, put an absolute masterclass on one two. <laughs> it weren't a masterclass. The mother score was going out. So. Well, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was one more. Man, I had both from uncle. Let's just know that. But... <laughs> So you look at England's run to the final at the Euros, everyone they played in that tournament is now no longer in this World Cup, apart from Croatia in the group stage. Yeah. So that shows that the teams, they've either didn't qualify or they've not got through the group stage at this World Cup. So, and it was only a year ago, it's not like it was a two-year gap, it's not a different generation. This is It was only last summer that. So the teams that they played in the Euros aren't as strong as maybe they've made out and I think this France team is the the it's the marker in it and I think it's a marker for a lot of players so there's a lot of talk this week about Walker versus Mbappe you're going to see how good Walker is you're going to see how good Bellingham is if he takes control of that midfield you're going to see how good Foden is if he plays 
it's all right doing it against Iran, six and up, playing ball about. But France yeah. at a quarter final is the make or break for some lads, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think so as well. But I, I don't like how a lot of the build up's been done so far. I think Carl Walker said yesterday it's not me versus Mbappe or England versus Mbappe. It's England against France. Yeah. Um, yeah, France have got other dangerous players than Mbappe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think a lot of the the build up from a from like neutral outlets has been very much painting France as the as the favourites. I, I know that's like I mean they are world champions. It, yeah, they, they are, and I, I know it's difficult because I'm obviously an England fan, but I see it as more fifty fifty. I really do. I think just because of the lack of midfield, like obviously they're still playing Griezmann in there at minute because they've got a lot of players injured. I just think that that's where England could win the game. I think it's probably 60-40 to France at minute, but they have to get the midfield right on Saturday. Yeah, I think maybe it's a, a thing of my heart says it's 50-50, my head's yeah. saying like 60-40 you know, to, to France. So. I think he needs to drop Kane. I don't think you play Kane. It's like playing with ten men. He doesn't press. He doesn't. He doesn't turn the the back line. I was tempted to drop Kane so far this World Cup was um, for the Wales game. Uh, I thought in that USA game there was a few England players that looked a bit leggy. Um, Second game of World Cup. How can you you be leggy? Yeah, I know. But running around with Lee Stiffy. Yeah. <laughs> playing at a World Cup, man. It's um, it, it's tough conditions out there. Yeah, it is. We spoke about that before the tournament, but I don't know. I mean, it'll be a good game on Saturday, no matter what happens. But if you look at, so we did like a France versus England one to eleven. So I mean, they've both got stinking goalkeepers. They've both got good goalkeepers. Stinking goalkeepers. They've both got a goalkeeper going to throw one in. Let's put it that way. Pickford and Lloris can both throw one in. I think they're both I, good I, on the I day. Won't, I won't take any Pickford slander in England. I mean, he wouldn't. He wouldn't game against Senegal. Yeah, well, that's his job. That's, that's <laughs> not like Roy Keane, but that's, <laughs> that's his job. That's his job. Yeah, yeah, Prince doing his job. <laughs> Is he Welsh? I, I saw you. <laughs> I saw you put on Twitter what you put on Twitter the other day, where it was like, what you say. Um, Two world class saves from Pickford and a penalty shout. That's the difference between winning and losing. Yeah, it was, no, it was the Stones and Ball, weren't it? Stones yeah. and Ball and a Pickford save. And I'm like, Although well, the Stones and Ball's never. Yeah, I was like, oh, he must be fishing. Well, the ball's going towards the goal and it's his hand. That's handball. Yeah, but it comes off his leg first. It's, it's, going, it's going on target. It's handball. It's not handball. If the, ball, the rule is it's if the ball, ball is going on target and it hits an Even opponent's it's hand, hand, it's a go, it's handball. Even if it doesn't matter what given... body part it hits off. If it's going on target and it's hit his hand, handball. They change the rules and that's what it says. If it's on target, it hits his hand, it's handball. Even if that had been given for England, I'd have been... Would you? That's for, Would you? No, that, no, Would no, you? I'd have said that's fortunate, that. You said about every England penalty, really, then, can't you? That's just uh, rubbish, isn't it? But it, it's handball in it's not. But I didn't realise the other one that Pickford had saved where he's it was at the handball where 
the first guy obviously hits off Stone's hand and the guy following up smashes it against Pickford and tips it over the bar. Right. But he give a goal kick. That's another world class save. Yeah. So at one point they could have been two well, down. England are rubbish because goalkeeper does his job. <laughs> so you make it sad. <laughs> right. So who France got left back? Patrice Evra. <laughs> They're getting in ahead of Luke Shaw, whoever it is. It's that, uh... Oh, he's at Argentina. I can't think off the top of my head. Let me have a look at Frankie's last game. Uh, Are they not? Is he right back? Oh. So it was... Oh, I'm bloody recording it, isn't it? I was, was going to look at my phone, phone then. Phone. Yeah, who did he play last? Denmark. Who did he play last? Tunisia? No. Round of 16. Poland, here we Poland, go. Poland, yeah. Lineups. Theo Hernandez. Would you have him more sure? I think so. Playing Champions League football every week. Luke Shaw's. But the sub bench at United. Again, though, Luke Shaw, another one. Another one. Always plays well for England. Another one. Always plays well for England. Yeah. Um, you're taking up a Meccano and Varane over Maguire and Stones. Surely. I know if Maguire plays well for England, you're going to say that, but this is going to be Maguire's first test for England. Probably take... Probably take Stones over Varane on the right side. See, I would have said Varane over Maguire, but... It's... I think the two defences are the most similar Yeah. Uh, in terms of standard. Um, you've got Kwande at right back. I'll probably take all three of England's right backs over him. And they've got uh, Tashimeni from Real Madrid and Ravio in midfield. I'm probably taking Bellingham and Rice over both of them. Yeah. Um, Griezmann, not picking him over Foden, or, but I'm taking Dembele and Mbappe over Sterling. Um, well, I mean, Sterling's a lot to start. Who's the other wingers? I'm taking him over Rashford. Taking Dembele over Rashford. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. In the form Rashford's in? The form Rashford's in. He's got Wayne Hennessy to thank for all of his goals. I knew that got a reaction. The free kick, <laughs> it's a good hit. But if my keeper lets it in on a Sunday, I'm fuming. It's goalkeeper's side. So did you watch uh, who won 6 1 the other day? Um, against Switzerland, Portugal. Portugal. The last one, the last goal. Have you seen it? No, I, had, uh, <laughs> I, I was absolutely knackered on Tuesday night. I fell asleep at four. So like Somner like drops to the floor to try and save it, and the ball like goes past his head here, and he just like doesn't even go for it because because <laughs> obviously it's a six goal. He's obviously yeah. give up. And Alan McCoy's like, "Hi, oh, must have took a deflection. Must have watched it replay." He's like, "Can't see a deflection. <laughs> like, keep him just put his ass out. Can't be asked." Um. And I'm taking Giroud or Harry Kane as well. <laughs> He's Fran- oh, it took a second to register that. It really did. He's France's all-time record goal scorer. Put, and Kane put seems some, to be England's all-time Put some all-time respect record. on the names. Put some respect on the name. He's probably scored some of the greatest Premier League goals of all time. What realms is that? Well, he's a better striker than Harry no, Kane, that's all. Shocking, <laughs> really is right. So, I think the World Cup's gone well so far for all the controversy yeah. and stuff. 
I don't want another winter one. It's been I've been watched most of the games from home because it's too cold to walk to the pub. Yeah, it's ten yards away. Yeah. I don't think it'll be the last though. I really don't. No, I think the the next one after where's twenty thirty. I think a lot of the rumours have been twenty thirty Germany. No, no, it's been uh, no the next Euros of Germany. Ah, right. Um, a lot of the rumours have been circulating around Uruguay because it's the hundredth anniversary of the first World Cup and they held the first. Ah, one. right, yeah. Um. I mean, like, England were meant to be... England... Uh, no, no, sorry, the UK and Ireland were meant to be bidding for it at one time, but that got switched to Euro 2028. Right, um, yeah. So, like, the UK and Ireland are going to have that. So, yeah, see. That should be good in six years' time. I mean, I saw um, one of the presenters on ITV, he did a TikTok yesterday saying, yeah, this World Cup uh, has been good, I've enjoyed it. There should be more one-city World Cup obviously like for the furthest stadium for the stadium is like 40 kilometers but i was thinking which stadium in the which city in the world could host the world cup to say i mean considering when there used to be 16 to, or these are always 24 teams you'd probably need eight wouldn't you you need eight yeah. stadiums you'd maybe get away with london but, if I mean, you were lucky yeah, uh, but now it's going up to 48, you've got no chance of it. Well, how many groups do you need? Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be three groups of, 16 groups of three. So you'd need yeah. 16 stadiums. So you're just not going to get that in, in any city in the world that are accessible or I mean, food. I, mean I think the FIFA like, regulations that um, it has to be over 35,000 capacity so yeah. I mean how are you going? you've got Wembley Emirates Tottenham Hotspur uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium London Stadium they were, uh, Stamford Bridge they were the only four I thought you could use for like a main World Cup with like eight stadiums I had Wembley Tottenham what, what, Chelsea what, what uh, Craven Cottage be after it's I mean that's that's not that's middle of nowhere though isn't it like, yeah. the same with Stamford Bridge it's not easy to get to I mean it's not I know it's alright for like football fans on a Saturday, like if you're taking a thousand away fans, but you got to think like thirty-five thousand Brazilians have got to get to that stadium. I, I, I think one city World Cups is it's a daft idea, really. And I think um, the UK and Ireland bid people have mourned that like Anfield's not being used. Anfield's a nightmare to get to. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like a forty-minute walk from the train station. <laughs> like you can't have twenty thousand Uruguayans getting a taxi to Anfield. It's just not going to happen. No, but uh, Everton's is. On the, on the list, is it not? Yeah, but it's yeah, a new Everton's one on the dock, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if people are getting water taxis from like, the town of River Mersey. I don't know. I don't know how it'll work. Getting bought right on to ground. <laughs> yeah. Right, so we'll see what happens on Saturday. Either way, I think Brazil got to be the favourites. Yeah. Or Argentina. But, well, it can't be. It can't be Brazil Argentina final because they're going to be oh, yeah. in the semis, aren't they? So yeah. On the same side of the draw. Argentina Portugal yeah. final. Messi versus Ronaldo. Yeah, it's been talked about for a while, hasn't it? Yeah. All, all the fanboys have been. All the Twitter Messi X that end. Getting, <laughs> yeah, getting proper hyped up for it, but I mean, it's not going to happen. So England are going to knock Portugal out in the semis. So. <laughs> like Ronaldo's wink all over again, Declan Rice standing on some bollocks. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but he, Ronaldo coming back in just to send England out one more time. <laughs> yeah. Right. It is a Black and Rovers podcast. Let's go back to talk about Black and Rovers. So we had some friendlies during the we World did, Cup yeah. break. Some very successful friendlies. Yeah. Yeah. No goals um, conceded, six goals scored. Against a very weak Ajax side or a weakened Ajax side, but the hearts sport results. It's still, still Ajax. Yeah. And it was still a, a good confidence for her scoring oh, two yeah, very good goals. Yeah. Bradley Dack getting about 18 assists. <laughs> absolutely flying. Just going up to JDT outside like, like shh, shh. What do you think of that? <laughs> um, and then obviously Dolan scoring chip against Ajax. Um, we've got Preston coming up on Saturday. Are you confident? I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to getting back to it. I won't, I won't say. I, I think I feel like we need to win just to make amends for how we signed yeah. off. Um, I think most I, people I have forgotten know, about that by now. Surely. Yeah. I, I don't think you really. You you, you try and forget. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't but I think, think like coming back into the after the World Cup break, still being third in the table. Being excited. I think you've got to do your best to put it behind you, but I mean, it, it is hard. Um, I, f- I feel like no one's really thinking about it too much, to be honest, because it's like obviously the World Cup. I, I feel like the it's just kind of crept up on us, isn't it? It's like a warm up for uh, England France on Saturday. Yeah, so it's like the the pre show, isn't it? Yeah. I'll so be the, I'll be the, the airport on Saturday. I miss it so. <laughs> I'm going to miss the game. Gonna miss... Yeah, Rob's going away on holiday before Christmas. Yeah. I know, yeah. This, uh, this weather's not for me. How, how's your Monday? <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I've had worse Mondays. I'll go on them, no beds. How's your Monday with a cocktail in hand in the sun when everyone's... Picture of pool on Sunday. <laughs> Just nonce behaviour. Nonce behaviour. Shocking, isn't it? Um... What else has been happening? So we had the friendlies. We've got press on Saturday. We've got the Forest game. Yeah, yeah that should be a, should be a good one, shouldn't it? Is it the Tuesday the twenty first? Wednesday twenty first. Wednesday twenty first. Because uh, I, I had a like a mini uh, panic attack when uh, when the works roll came out for Christmas. And it was like Tuesday the twentieth. I'm working like twelve to eight. I was like, it better be the Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we got the FA Cup draw. Oh, I, was, I forgot I, about that. That is one thing. I was so excited. I was buzzing for the FA Cup draw. I was like, right. I, I was sat down here and just because of like how bad the draws we've got have been over the last few years, Yeah. I was like, every shit team that came out, I was like, this is us, this, this is us. <laughs> yeah. My mum was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. Like, I just want like a conference team away or a big team away. I don't want a yeah, shit team away. Big team like I, I don't I, want a seven-hour trip. I, I I keep saying since Spurs moved into their new ground that summer. Yeah, you want to go there? Um, but I was like, a, like before the draw, I was saying a lower league yeah. side away. Um, because it's like you know, something new, something mm. new, somewhere you, you've never been, somewhere you, you're very unlikely to to go again but when I was like looking at who's left like, there's not really that many normally sides that have made it through to the third round this year so no I mean there have been some good times with some of them 
Um, yeah. But for some reason, BBC have picked yeah, they always all do Premier League time. Like Liverpool versus Wolves. It's because uh, it's obviously because they don't get to show the Premier League, isn't it? Um, yeah, but uh, so someone said, oh, it's because um, that them clubs' fans will tune in to watch it on TV like more than anyone. But I think as a football fan, if Liverpool Wolves is on telly and you're a neutral, like say you didn't support any of them teams, you'd be like, oh, I can't ask for that. But if it was Nunny and Town versus Birmingham City, yeah, the no Premier League clubs, but you'd be like, oh, the conference team, I'll watch them. Like, I always find yeah. myself watching the conference I don't know, teams. I don't on... know about Birmingham City. I, I, I no. feel like if, if it was an Eaton versus Man City, I'd probably watch it. No. But... I think like any un, like proper underdog story, yeah. I think most people are tuning to watch it. But yeah, Norwich away. I think it makes it worse because we never seem to win there. So it's like um, you know you don't get to go because it's so far away. It's so annoying, and we're going to get beat. It's just an absolute write-off because they moved it to the Sunday as well, now, aren't they? Sunday two o'clock. I think train strikes. The, the first, I think the first train out of Blackburn that day gets you there at like half oh, three. Yeah, <laughs> catch last ten minutes. Yeah, it's. it's it's just an absolute right. Like, we'll probably take about two hundred. Yeah, if that. If um, that. But it would be people that like live down there. Yeah, that will go. It won't be anyone from up here. Um, and we're playing them like the twice in the space like three weeks. Because I mean, that's play there just for Christmas. Next Saturday's game, isn't it? That's no, twelve o'clock sure. kickoff as well, isn't it? In half five. Oh, half five. Yeah. I knew it would. I knew it would change kickoff that. On Sky every week now because the Rotherham in January that's been moved as well. Yeah, Sky Rooney days out. Is that Friday night like, one? No, it's like the half 12. Yeah. <sighs> Just go ahead, ruin my days out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have to start earlier, drink stronger. <laughs> um. So, whilst we're on the break, we got an email inquiry from yes. Stephen Doyle at the Sports Social Network. And he wanted to know if he wanted to be the Sports Social Network's official Black official Rovers podcast. Rovers podcast, yeah. Very exciting. So um, we agreed to that and we'll be, uh, they'll be hosting our podcast from now on. So it might, it might sound a bit different. I think there'll be like a Sports Social Network introduction yeah. and outro. Um, and there might be a couple of their partnered ads in the middle. I'm not sure. I don't know how it works. Obviously, this will be the first one that they'll have and host yeah so we'll see from now on but it might sound a little different they might change some of the audio as well they've got a team that work on making it sound as good as possible so there'll be no more me messing my laptop at three in the morning trying to make it sound good <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah all exciting times with with sports social network now yeah um what else has been happening what else have we missed out on been quiet yeah, World Cup break, hasn't it? Yeah. Not much going on. Uh, have you been listening to the second tier pod or listening to seeing any of the tweets or videos or anything like that? The only time I see any of those, because I don't follow them. For I don't follow them. Um, uh, yeah, the only time I see any of their stuff is when people have bit to it. Yeah. Um, they, they, they know what they're doing. They, they, they know how say but I don't want to sound a bit like you know like, oh, oh Rovers fan base is massive you're a massive club and all that but we have got quite a big 
following on. Yeah. I, I feel like if I targeted a club like uh, or Rotherham or someone like yeah. that, they won't. I think they do do it for bites and interactions oh, yeah, a lot of the time. So I saw a tweet the other day. All 24 championship managers ranked on how much we would want them in charge of our club. Yeah. Right. So for number one, they've gone Paul Heckingbottom. Which, I mean, I know he's doing well at Sheffield United now. He hasn't got a brilliant CV, has he? No. Might have had a couple of lower league promotions, but not. Never really done much in Prem. Two. Russell Martin, not winning five, dropped to eighth from the table with Swansea, finished sixteenth last year. And I know I've I've had a, I've said a lot of praise for Russell Martin on this podcast about the way he plays football. He sticks to his guns no matter what. I do like him as a manager, but to it's say him, to say he's the second best manager in the championship you want in your club, that is a ridiculous shout. Number three, Vincent Company. I'm surprised. I thought it'd be higher. Um, just because of the name and the job he's doing for Slavin Bilic don't get it like, has he ever been at a club more than 18 months he seems to have one good season and drop off, get sacked and move on to someone else yeah. Mark Robbins, is that Bristol City's manager? yeah doing alright but fifth um, Carlos Corberan is he at where is he at now? He was good at Huddersfield. I remember he did a really good job at Huddersfield last year. Yeah, he's only just been appointed though, hasn't he? Somewhere. Where were you? He's been appointed recently. I'm sure it was only a few weeks ago. Carlos Corbett. West Bromwich Albion. And they've actually turned up in form since he's been in there. Yeah, he's at Brewster. Seven, Alex Neal. Struggling with Stoke. Is he still at Stoke? Yeah. For now. Um, Ryan Law at Preston at eight. That's a strange shout out. And he's doing well with Preston, to be honest, but I mean, I mean, he's doing all right. They can't score goals and they don't concede many. It's, would you really want him desperately in charge of your club? Probably not. No. John Eustace. Who does he manage? <laughs> Is he Luton now? <laughs> I honestly couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, oh, it's Birmingham. Is it? I think. Is it? Yeah, I think it is Birmingham. And they're doing well this season. They're not doing great, though. They're not pulling up any trees. 10, Michael Carrick at Middlesbrough. 11, Guy Rowett. Again, he's just been so-so everywhere he's been, really, hasn't he? 12, Rob Edwards. Recently been sat by Watford, now at Luton. Yeah. 13, Dean Smith. Who Norwich are desperate to get rid of. 14, McBeal, Mr. Loyal. Yeah. What do you think uh, of his, uh, his his move to Rangers? Understandable. <coughs> it's his club, isn't it? Not only that, but we spoke about it when he got linked to the Villa job. Can you be successful at Aston Villa at this current time? Yeah. No. If we went from QPR to Aston Villa, if he finishes anything lower than 10th, is failed, which realistically is what Villa should achieve. Would you say like the, I think they could probably get up to seventh at the highest, but they're going to be in that early between seventh and thirteenth. Villa fans will see that as a failure, and I think if you get Villa up to seventh, you've done a really good job. 
but yeah. you're not going to have anything on the CV. You're not going to pull up any trees. He's gone to Rangers. He's not going to win the league this year because Postacoglu is still doing really well at Celtic. Said something remarkable, wasn't it? Uh, either a I mean, it's going to take him collapse two transfer that, I mean, windows I mean, to get you. Two two old firms left. Or, yeah. No, three old firms left, isn't there? Uh-huh. There's only been one this season. Four yeah. nil. Um, I mean, he's going to have to win all three and hope that. I mean, what was it? Seven points. Seven points. Yeah. Seven points. So he's going to have to win all three, and then Rangers are probably going to have to win every other game. You'd think they're going to drop. So you, you're hoping that Celtic drop points outside of that. It's just, they look so strong compared to the rest of the league. I know they have dropped points already, but I think once it gets to that business end of the season, I think the World Cup break will have benefited Celtic a lot more than it would have benefited Rangers. Yeah. Um, but again, if he goes and wins League Cup, Scottish Cup, it's, yeah, I mean, it's the best he can do, really, isn't it? I suppose. If he, fin- if he does well in the Europa League next year, I think that's like another chance of success as well. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get that at Villa. Whereas you got three cups to play for not domestically, you might get in there one season, and then you know you you're doing that Thursday Sunday thing. Yeah, uh, but well, uh, but I mean, I, Ra- I mean, Rangers are but... used to playing Sundays, aren't they? Because they're on yeah. telly. Yeah. It's like every once in every two weeks they're gonna play on a Sunday anyway. Yeah. Um, fifteen, Liam Rosinha. Is it Hull? Yeah. And then sixteenth, Yondal Thomason. I don't understand that at all. It's for bites, Rob. I know it is it for bites. It must be, it must be. I know it is for bites, but I'm looking now. Is there a more successful footballer on that list? Where'd you put Cole Atiba? 21st. Not managed again yet. 21st. Um, Vincent Comfrey could probably argue a. Carrick, you could definitely argue with me. I think Carrick's probably the most successful footballer on that list. Um, so he's definitely in the top three or four. And he's doing well in management. He won two league titles in Malmo. Mm. Um, got him to Champions League proper, achieved everything there. Now doing well with us. Got a good style of play. I know the second tier pod don't like it and think we're lucky, but um, he's, he's going to prove them wrong. I saw someone... I think it was uh, in a reply to uh, that post, uh, someone saying like, if, if you take Brown Diaz and Kaminsky out out our team, then we'd be struggling. I'm like, if you take the best two players out of any team. <laughs> yeah, so he said, uh, what did he say? I quoted it and said, heaps of trouble laughing. So, take out Ben Burton Diaz and Kaminsky, and they're in heaps of trouble. What, are we going to go down? No. Even if you take them two out, are we going to go down? <laughs> no. We're not. Just, it's just a, such a ridiculous suggestion. I mean, don't get me wrong, they are key players for us. Kaminsky is the best keeper in the championship. Diaz is one of the best attacking players in the championship. But like you said, if you take NGI out of Sheffield United and their goalkeeper away, they're probably... We're in heaps of trouble, yeah. 17th, you've got Tony Mowbray. 18 you've got Matt Taylor. Is that the guy who matched the day? Goal of the season, Matt Taylor. 
I don't know who he's in charge of it. That sounds bad. Paul Ince at Reading. Nigel Pearson. He's... Where's Nigel Pearson now? Flash forwards. Who are we on about? Who are we asking for? Nigel Pearson. Cardiff. Cardiff, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so they are struggling down there, to be fair. Cole O'Tory at Wigan, not managed a game, 21st. 22nd, Michael Appleton. Um, he's been so so everywhere he's been in. Mm. Um, 23, Mark Hudson. No, Mark Hudson's at Cardiff. Mm. So he's at. Uh, um... Where's Pearson at? Is he at Bristol City? Yeah, Mark be. Robbins is at Rotherham. Oh no, Matt Taylor's at Rotherham. Jesus, I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know anything about this uh, this league. Oh, Mark Robbins is commentary. Well, at the minute, it's just an absolute. Merry go round, isn't it? Yeah, it is. There's, co- there's constant news coming out of everywhere. What do you think about Coventry's um, stadium troubles? Being asked to evacuate by uh, evacuate. Um, what's it called? I think it's terrible what's going on. Really, I, I'd hate that if I was like a Coventry fan. I, well, say if that was like us with E, would it be, be horrible, wouldn't it? Like not having like. Like not being secure. Well, yeah, not knowing where you're going to play on a yeah. Saturday. Like, you got your season ticket and you mm. don't know whether you... I mean, you had the problems with, like, six fields and having to go to Northampton, which is like an hour and a half away every time. But to say, like... I mean, they not, might not, like, ever play. Might never yeah. play it, like, thingy again. That's yeah, uh, yeah, mad, really. Um, <laughs> I saw, like, people, like, joking that um, Qatar should send that shipping container <laughs> stadium to the, the 974 they're going to use it in the next World Cup aren't they yeah, yeah. they're going to use it at every World Cup from now on that stadium but, I mean, the next one's in like Canada Mexico and USA so where are they going to have well, they're going to need to use it Um, I'll tell you where they need to use it because I had a look at the USA World Cup um, like location because people were talking about oh it's, it's going to be 48 teams isn't it? So, yeah there is 16 locations um, but there's certain cities so Atlanta which will be that Mercedes-Benz Stadium the big spirally yeah. one Boston Gillette Stadium Dallas AT&T so I thought oh that's massive that AT&T Stadium I thought that um, the whole point of this World Cup would be more they'll they'll build football stadium or soccer stadiums for the MLS teams to actually have their own home ground yeah. I thought that would be the point. I thought that would be like the infrastructure to it, but it seems that they're just using the NFL stadium. Like using Lincoln Field in Philadelphia, San Francisco Levi Stadium, Seattle the Lumen Field. Like they're all the NFL stadiums. Canada, I don't know. Vancouver is is BC place. I don't know. 
but they had an NFL team. Is it Toronto Whitecaps and the MLS? No, yeah, Vancouver Whitecaps, yeah. Toronto. Jermaine DeVos team. I don't know what the last name is. I don't know what the last name is. <laughs> I don't know what Toronto's surname is. <laughs> and then uh, Mexico have got the Azteca, the Estadio BBVA, and then Estadio Akron. No, it's Toronto SC. Could be. Vancouver Whitecaps. Vancouver Whitecaps, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is Toronto SC. Yeah. Need Toronto. <laughs> so, how long are we going on for now? We've been going on for Oh, we have. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. 45 minutes. So, we are back. This is us now. We're back to the weekly episodes. We will do one after the Preston game. Yeah. When well, you're back on holiday? Christmas Eve. We'll have to do it on like, my yeah. teams. But that's the only way of doing it. <laughs> um, we have got a couple of guests lined up all before Christmas. So, we'll get them on. On teams? Oh, no, maybe not then. <laughs> um trying to think it might be after Christmas well it'd probably be better to have thingy on after Christmas because that's when it'll be released and we can talk about it a lot more no clues no spoilers yeah <laughs> um, but yeah we're back this is us now football starting on Saturday proper football show inside you know I'll tell you though <laughs> um, still going to enjoy the World Cup to the end though we're going to the end so honestly I cannot wait for the England shagging to be over on Saturday night cannot wait and it'll be like oh well there's always and it'll be Southgate like we've come here we've, we've tried our best we, we give it our all just one step too far Southgate this is your first tough game since you start like go back to Middlesbrough and getting relegated and get sacked <laughs> Stink the plate, honestly. So, who's England next man is going to be on Saturday? Mick Beal. <laughs> I'm, I'm loyal to Glasgow Rangers. Gerard. No. <laughs> um, Tommy Tuchel. Tuchel. Don't yeah. want a foreign manager. Guardiola. Got enough foreign players. Guardiola. <laughs> Did you see uh, Laporte crying when Spain got knocked out? No, I didn't actually. Oh, obviously, Morocco knocked him out on penalties and Laporte were on the pitch crying and Cameron on him were like, but they'll be trying to sneak back into the France hotel after the game. Is <laughs> <laughs> your sweet un baguette? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, lads, I'm back. Right, lads, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're damn right, you're sorry. I didn't mean it. Like, <laughs> What's that true, Geordie one? You're fucking right, you're sorry. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fucking right, you're sorry. <laughs> um, right. I think that's it. Have you got anything else to add before we go? I think so. Um, no, I, I, I was going to um, add something, but I'm going to record it as that separate bit. So, so I can go to the start. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okie dokie. So, that's it. 
this will be the first proper video for us. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I was going to say. You ruined it that hard. Right, record it on your own then and add it to the end. Well, well no, I was, I was going to like stop this and then record it. You can still stop it and cut it out. You need to learn to edit these things. That's me passing it on, on to you now. Um, if there's any of our listeners that play 11 aside football that want to kick a ball for King Edward <laughs> Pub because we are crying out for players. Please get... doing emotional appeal. <laughs> just £2 a month you can play for King Edward up front. <laughs> no, we're struggling for players. We're struggling for points. Anyone who can kick a ball and who can run for 15 minutes, <laughs> you're getting a game. Any type of shift. Like. Yeah. And you never know, you might even end up on, on the YouTube channel, might start doing <laughs> match day vlogs <laughs> down at Plessy. Um Yeah, just get in touch or come to training. You'll get you will get a game, I promise you. Um right, and that's us, I think. Yeah. So it's good to be back, I think. Yeah. It is. I'll see you see you from the soon pool. Look hey. <laughs> hey. Looking forward to Saturday. Looking, <laughs> looking forward to second half. See where it takes us. Alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see you in a bit. Yeah, see you later. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.